0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Auto Disabled. I'm your host Caleb Presenter. and this is me, Trevor King Thick. And it has been a while. It's
1: been a while.
0: I looked at my. Uh, I looked at the the last episode upload date, which was when we uploaded the two episodes side by side. Yeah. Thirty first of January. Oof. We basically missed a whole month, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we apologize very, very deeply uh, about the. A long a little hiatus there for the past month. A lot of stuff's happened. Uh, some important things happened, and work's been incredibly busy for both of us. Uh, uh, yeah, it, it was it was a rough time, but we are back. We plan to stay back. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we're not gonna drop the podcast or anything like that. We're just some, sometimes due to the fact that this isn't you know. I know, I know. I've said this before, or me, either me or Trev, have said this before. But like, this isn't our main thing we do. This is more of a hobby we do at the current time, just to help try to, you know, we're try we try to get it off the ground and stuff like that. And if it becomes bigger one day, then we'll we'll focus on it more. But right now, we just kind of do the research work and BS. Yeah, that's about <laughs> basically about it. That's all this podcast ever really been, <laughs> but uh yeah. So, of course, you know, if you guys ever, uh, if, you know, we are changing, uh, if anybody's not paying attention to our Facebook page, uh, for the podcast, which is just, I would say disabled the same name as the podcast. Um, then, uh, I was going to go ahead and let know in this episode that we are switching our upload dates, uh, date or day. I don't know why I said date. We're switching the upload day from, uh... Monday to Friday, so now episodes will be coming out on Friday instead of Monday, and I know we've done that, but we moved it before, because we moved it from Sunday to Monday at one point, uh, but they made it a little easier on us to move it to Friday, um, but that's really, uh, d- like really just wanted to catch y'all guys up with why we haven't released an episode in so long, uh, but letting you know that we're okay, we're not dead uh (laughs) sadly (laughs) uh but this episode is going to be i don't know if you really call it a side episode or anything like that or anything weird it's just this is just a it's one of the episodes we've ever recorded yes it's one of the episodes we've ever done yeah uh uh, but this is pretty much just going to be a episode where we just kind of we're going to be talking about games we played during this whole past month and stuff like that and everything and what we've been doing just so we can kind of just catch you guys up or not really catch you guys up. We can catch back up with you guys and, you know, next episode we'll be going back to our same formula of, you know, main episode side episode, uh, like we've been doing. And again, really apologize for the the long hiatus there. Uh, if anybody was looking forward to the episodes, uh, uh, I'm, I am (laughs) sorry. Uh, just, a lot of times, life gets in the way, <laughs> but anyway, uh, we, great, uh, I'm, of course, looking uh, at the analytics and everything on, uh, of the podcast, uh, I was just talking to Trevor about this before we start recording, but uh, we have actually shot up a decent bit, and I appreciate any new listeners. Yeah. We, we both appreciate any new listeners, and... Our first episode, at as, as this current time, at this date of March 3rd of 2023, right? Yeah. I always have to remember the year. At this current date, our first episode went from, I think, like 30-something plays to 56 plays. Yeah. Which, for us right now, that's a pretty big deal. Yeah, it jumped <laughs> a
1: pretty decent bit. And
0: all of our episodes have jumped up in plays, and anybody who's new, uh, welcome. Welcome. And I hope you enjoy the podcast. <laughs> because I mean, even though it's not our main focus, we do put work into it. So yeah. we, we hope that you, you like it and you you spread the word and share it with other people.
1: For all the new people I just have one request and that is show me where you piss from. Okay, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh anyway, uh what you what you been playing, true? What you been what you been doing? What you been what this whole month.
1: A whole bunch of Bloodborne.
0: Yeah, we, we did. I, well, I didn't play as much as you have this past month, but I played a little bit. Yeah, because I uh
1: buddy of mine was like, Frick it, let's game share. I'm like, I'm down with that. He was like, we played the exact same things anyway. I'm like, okay. So we did that, and then I saw him playing Bloodborne. I'm like, you know what, screw it. I'll just crank it up to see what's been going on. I was in the Hunter's Dream. I'm like, oh, there's an item on the ground. What the hell is this? And it's like, Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, I'm like, man, what the fuck is this? He's like, that's how you get in the DLC. I'm like, that's rad. I didn't have to buy the fucking thing. <laughs> and so that that is something I have just pushed off forever now.
0: Not gonna lie, I was a little disappointed with the DLC. Just purely off of length. Yeah, it was very short compared to the other so, Souls games DLCs.
1: But it was fun. The boss fights were really fun. Mm-hmm. Except for the living failures. But the boss fights were really, really fun. Content was pretty solid. I'd probably say my new like, like Ludwig is definitely in like my top bosses in FromSoft games now.
0: He was fun, but like he, he felt really quick. Because I mean, you you fought him uh, whenever I fought in my world. You were with me, and we killed him and. Like not very many tries, and then,
1: and also helped. I was literally calling out everything that would one tap you. Yeah, I'm like, please
0: dodge. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really, all I needed to do was because like I was dodging everything pretty well. The, the only the, thing I needed to get was the 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 drop. Yeah, that the, was the, the two thing.
1: things you needed to figure out was the drop
0: and the and his uh, and his
1: ram attack. Yeah, yeah, because the both of those got you. Those were like the only things that killed you were his ram attack and drop.
0: Which I mean, by the the third try, things when we killed him, uh, yeah, I, mean, I it, pretty much had him at that point. And
1: then, like the entire cut scene that he's like, "Oh, I had you by my side." I'm like, "All right, Caleb, this is what you want to do." <laughs> and I sit there, I just explained everything to him, and then it was flawless. <laughs> like, like it was, it was, a, it was a beautiful work of art. In that second phase, like, I don't even think either one of us got down below half health.
0: No, I mean, if we did, even if we did, we had plenty of blood vials. (laughs) And we
1: were were super aggro the entire time, I mean. Second phase, you can... It's weird, second phase, you can afford to be aggressive.
0: Yeah, he's a lot slower, a lot less...
1: Yeah, but he He hits... And he doesn't even hit as hard, either.
0: Yeah, I mean, honestly, because he loses the ram attack, and I, I think he loses, he loses the-, the ram attack and his fucking rampage moveset that he has. Yeah, because
1: if you're hugging his dick like you like you're really supposed to, like he'll go into that rampage mode and just just fucking two tap you. You'll mm-hmm. be and then, <laughs> and then next thing you know, you're just like, well, my my life has vanished before my very eyes. Um,
0: well, I, honestly, like.
1: Orphan Cost was a fun-ass fight.
0: Yeah, but, like, my thing is, like, he's not like most Soulsborne game bosses where it's, like, you can remember something about the fight. Yeah. Like, he's got so much happening and everything that it's really just... It's chaotic. It feels like you're just flying by the seam of your pants the entire time.
1: But I like that, because he's the only one in, like, all of FromSoft that's like that. He he mixes it up so well, in my opinion. Yeah,
0: but like, there's a there's a balance to it though that I feel like isn't quite there, where it's it it can be chaotic, but also at the same time you can find your find your control. Yeah, and like, because I mean, there's plenty of bosses throughout this, like, hell. I mean, Gale. Yeah, I mean, he's chaotic, but, but he's pretty. You can find where you need to be. Yeah. In, in the in the chaos and figure it out, but Koss is just, like, non-stop, he just is, chaos. Yeah, Koss is
1: pure reaction. And
0: it can be irritating.
1: Yeah, there are times it, it can be. It it really does help to have an extra person along with you to help divide up some of that aggro. Because he, he does not stop. No, he does not. Like, he does just to transform in a second phase, and that's it.
0: Like, I think, like, most of the times, like, if there's any moves that you actually have time to punish him or hit him, it's only, like, one to two hits. Yeah. That's if you're even close to him, because if you're, like, far away from him... You're going to get... At the end of, like, an attack, whenever he's kind of recovering, you're going to... Don't, re- don't yeah. even try.
1: He's, <laughs> he's going to zone you the entire time. Yeah. Like, if you stay far away, he's going to zone you. If you get way too close, which, honestly, I prefer fighting him close and far away because I can I can react to him a lot better up close than I can far away yeah. because one big thing about him he loves to throw up dust that's literally part of his moves, that he throws up dust that way you have to it's like a it's not even a fifty 50 it's like a 33 33 33 as to what you have to guess is what he's going to do and, and I kind of like that it, it's different it adds a it adds a little bit of flair to the fight that you don't really get to experience any of the other
0: ones and I mean Maria was nowhere near as... like hyped up as I thought she was gonna be
1: but then again we have three people in there just giving her a really rough massage
0: yeah a lot of ring <laughs> yeah. she's in the freaking whirligig. <laughs> whenever you have and the another- living failures aren't even a boss no. <laughs>
1: whenever you have people in there that know what they're doing like none of the bosses are really bad no like the only one is just cost and that's just because he can he can team wipe yeah. And that's pretty much about it. But even then, I Koss is a fun fight to me. Main reason I like Ludwig so much is I fucking love his music. He's got like... Well, like Lud- Ludwig actually feels like... He feels like a tried and true Bloodborne boss.
0: Yeah, he, he feels is like, like he feels like a Bloodborne boss. I mean, he's like a and Lady, Lady Maria, from what I see, you know, from her moveset and everything that I saw in the fight and all that, she feels like one too. Yeah, but like Cost is just like off of the fucking spectrum. Yeah, like
1: he doesn't feel like he was made for any of the fucking games. <laughs> it, it still surprises me that that one YouTuber that I watched put Gale and Koss against each other and Gale won. Like, like they, they made him, they, like, it was like best out of five and mm-hmm. Gail won three out of five. Huh. And that, that surprised the shit out of me.
0: Well, Gail has a lot of shit. It's just, you don't really realize it because he's not a, he's not really as aggressive as, so like, the main thing I can, I can attribute, like, say as a good way to explain it is basically Gail has a rhythm. because doesn't. Look, Koss's rhythm is an odd time signature. And really, Gale has way more options than Koss does in terms of diversity, whether it be far or close. Yeah. Because Koss is chaotic, yes, but most of his moves are about the same range no matter where you're at.
1: Yeah, and it's it's always going to be spam.
0: Yeah, but Gale has, like, he could be far, he could be close, and he's got yeah, he, a lot of yeah, options. He
1: has, yeah, he has multiple options. Especially like range. the crossbow and stuff. Mm-hmm, the crossbow, then he'll throw coronas all of a sudden. you got freaking lightning skulls heading at you. Yeah.
0: Those skulls are cool. But they I, are. They I, are I, so cool. I remember the first time fighting him. I was like, "This is dope." <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> to me, I think Gale was a perfect send off for the Soul series. Yeah, for the Soul series.
0: Yeah, because I mean, I'm, I'm, sh- I'm pretty sure we're not ever going to get another Dark. Souls. I mean,
1: Miyazaki said that. Yeah. I mean, we're not getting another
0: Dark Souls game. So, I mean, I mean Gale at this point, wasn't... I don't know if I really even want one. Yeah, I mean, if Elder is the way they're going to go then by all means go that so way. So yeah. yeah. But, I mean, my thing is, where are they going to go from this point? I know that, you know, they're doing another armor core or whatever. Yeah,
1: I'm excited for that because I'm going to get that. But, uh, I
0: Like... I don't know. Like, what did they just do, like... Like, are they going to make an Elden Ring 2? Is basically like... Like, is that going to be e- either, a thing? Or either is that or either they're going to make like a... I
1: wouldn't... You know... I don't know how they would continue the story of Bloodborne, because to me, Bloodborne had the perfect ending, no matter what ending you got.
0: Yeah. It
1: had a really good ending.
0: I mean, I could see them finding a way to make another one. <laughs> to me, but
1: if they did, there's no way it could really follow suit the same way, because then that would be lazy. Because Re- well, I mean,
0: they have a fantastic story.
1: <laughs> I mean, it does, but and, at the same time, Bloodborne... And same thing with the other Souls games, but then again, the other Souls games, you literally travel to other areas. Yeah. Bloodborne is just like... it. It is just Yarnum, and like the surrounding areas. That's all Bloodborne is, if I'm not mistaken. Just just
0: about, I think. Well, I mean, I think the furthest place you really go outside of Yarnum, if I remember correctly, is is the east.
1: But then again, the east, the, the the vague east, is always brought into a Fromsoft game. Yeah. But like, no matter what ending you go for, you've still killed, like. Cause like if I'm not mistaken, like 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 canonically, the hunter has killed every like boss. Yeah. Every boss. So like no matter what ending you choose, whether you wake up, whether you kill Gurman, or whether you kill
0: Garmin in and uh, the moon presence, you've killed all the gods. I mean, it could, pretty much. It could technically take place in another place entirely than Yarnum. Yeah, but like that's not
1: explored. Like the only thing that's explored is that little bit that you find in Kanehurst and the Chicago. Talking about hunters from the East. That That's it.
0: I don't know.
1: They got really... But, they're, but, but in the... I didn't mean to cut you off, but like, like that one hunter that you find in the... Then you find in the DLC the Japanese guy. Like, mm-hmm. he's literally Japanese. Yeah. And his armor is just straight up Japanese. It's not samurai or anything. It's it's more like listening. the, uh. It's a haori,
0: Yeah. Which
1: is, uh, like their big jackets. Mm hmm. Like, like the ones that are sleeveless and have, like, the points on them and shit like that. That's what that is. I mean, he's clearly Japanese. And he has, like, the hakama and everything. Like the fat pants and the. I don't think he has click clackers.
0: No, he doesn't. Okay, Thank that's you. what i was saying.
1: For, we we call the the wooden shoes click clack. Yeah, those
0: those big blocky wooden sandals that. That sound
1: like from Holy Monty Python. And Holy yeah, Gr- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: but um, they they have. FromSoft has excellent story writers. They do, uh, even though like you know the story's not all up in your face in the Souls games and Bloodborne and stuff like that. It's just like the fact that they write all of this out, and they make such good stories that they do with, like deep. Mm-hmm. stories like and you like the story can be as deep as you want it to be yeah and they don't care exactly they write out this full intricate deep story and some people might not even take the time to read items and figure it out that's what body just for yeah, yeah that's true but <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 dude's a, that dude's a soldier that mad bastard <laughs> that, that crazy Australian <laughs> that insightful bastard <laughs> but yeah it's just is that that's that's what's kind of insane to me about the stories of those games is that I'd say like the only game so far that's they like, really had a lot of the story laid out to you is Elden Ring. Yeah, I mean because they lay out a lot
1: of shit to
0: you. Yeah, like
1: like, like if it wasn't for Melina. Like, like Melina tells you a lot of the story. Like if you go to those certain bonfires on mm-hmm. the sides of graces and sit down at them and like talk let her to ta- her and talk yeah. to her whenever you can, she tells you a a decent little bit of the story. Yeah, and a lot of the story you really don't even have to infer either. Now now like 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 the story of Vike, yeah, you kind of you have to read into that. Yeah, you know like the dude on the cover of Elden Ring. Yeah, like you have to read into that. And to me, Vike's story is phenomenal.
0: I love Vike's story. But like it's just. Mo- like dialogue and stuff wise, like most of the Souls games has just been like very like Blame. your dialogue is very vague and like unassuming. And like, I mean, I remember the first time. Like, I mean, of course, I played I played Demon Souls for before uh, Dark Souls, but I remember like you know Dark Souls. You, you play the game, you don't meet anybody that's not an enemy throughout the entire tutorial area, except for Oscar, but then he dies very quickly. Barely tells you jack shit. Yeah. And then the first actual person you talk to is the crestfallen at mm-hmm. Firelink, and he's just like, oh, you're going to die. <laughs> he's like, by the way, there's two bells, and he just one. You got to them bitches. That's like it. That's yeah. the whole conversation. Yeah. <laughs> and then he just laughs at you.
1: Yeah, and then like Elden Ring, like you'll meet people, and they'll be like, yeah, you you need to go here. Yeah. Like, specifically here. Oh, And
0: it's like, oh, by the way, do you know what happened to this person? And it's like, this... <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like the most the most dialogue in a souls game ever it's
1: yeah like, <laughs> like 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 the like the sale like the sale, uh, sale town of sorcery like people tell you to go there for stuff yeah and everything it's not no yeah it's like they don't they tell you where to go but of course they don't tell you where it is i mean they'll be like you would assume it's in caleb because almost
0: everybody that tells you, you need to go there's in caleb which, I mean, I have, I have a feeling a lot of that was probably just because of the fact that it's a pretty big world compared yeah. to the other games. Yeah. It's a- so it's just, I'm not saying pretty big compared to the other. Compared to the others, it's fucking huge. Mm-hmm. But it's just, I, I feel like that's probably, like, because, I mean, if you had the same amount of... Apple's like Apple's direction, like from people in like you did in the, like the Dark Souls and stuff like that. In Elder Ring, you wouldn't know where the hell to go. they were like, they were, they were
1: like yeah, go fight Melania. Where is she? Yes, <laughs> that's basically <it. laughs> that's Dark Souls.
0: That is Dark Souls. <laughs> it's, uh. it's just like like the dude tells you it's like there's one up in uh, like he's like when he tells you about the bells of awakening. He's like there's one in the Undead Burg, and there's one down in Blight Town where the fuck are those? (laughs) I just got here. (laughs) (laughs) Like, dude, come on, throw me a fucking bone. (laughs) And then of course, you know, I'm pretty sure everybody on their first playthrough goes in the graveyard by accident. I mean,
1: I I intentionally did because like the very first time I ever played it, I'm like, Caleb, I want to play it. And he's like, all right, bet. Let me get my PS3. And I'm like, fuck yeah, let's do this shit, man. And so I was like, I'm ahead here. He's like, you don't want to do that. I'm like, Fuck you! This is
0: before the PS4 remaster had Yeah, no, I'm like,
1: fuck you. I'm gonna do what I want. So I turned on some deathcore and I went into the and I went in there and I had fun. And Caleb's like, go down that hole. I'm like, it's not my, it's not really my playthrough, so I don't care. I, mean, I, just, I got assassinated by, by by Black Knight. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I really. I don't know. It is different. I, I do enjoy the stories. Yeah. I, I thoroughly enjoy the stories. Now, like, am I really going to go on my way and read stuff? Not really. No. Like, the only game I have is Bloodborne, and that's because there's not fuck all to read. Because yeah. you have, like, <clears throat> what, like, <clears throat> and, like not many weapons to read at all, and, like, not mm-hmm. many clothes. I mean, there's a lot of clothes, but, like, they're all going to share the same description. Like, Like, you're not going to have, like, your hunter's... Hell, like your hunter's hat, and your arms are gonna be two different descriptions. This is gonna be the same shit, pretty much. Yeah,
0: but I mean, I, th- I think we, I think we should get off of the uh, the soul stuff just because we'll be talking about it for the entire episode. I don't think anybody's here for that right now. Uh, we need to talk about other things we played. Um, I have played uh, Persona Five Royal a little bit again, uh, even though I've beaten it. I've been doing a played a little bit of my new game plus run that i already had started and i I, you know i thought to myself i thought to myself going into the new game plus is like oh this would be really a lot easier to manage time because i don't have to worry about social stats and stuff Uh because they're already maxed still uh and then i I, i'm I'm to the point where i have a decent bit of confidence unlocked Uh, of course like the the palace i'm currently on is uh kanashiro's again Mm-hmm. The, so the third palace, yeah, and that, that's Burger King, ain't it? No, that's uh, the bank. Oh, which Burger King Bur- is after? Yeah, that. Bur- yeah, Bank Big Bang Burgers after that. God, I hated the Burger King one so much. It, it's a lot better in Royal. I, I it's a lot easier with the airlock puzzle and stuff like that. Like most, a lot of, they did a lot of quality of life improvements to the dungeons. Or the,
1: I I wouldn't have to play the game to to verify that because I had such a bad time in the Burger King dungeon.
0: It's such a bad time. It, it's it, like from what I've seen <clears throat> of comparisons between palaces, mm-hmm. like between royal and stuff. Like there's a lot of good quality of life done to a lot of them just because of how would, annoying they used to be. I would hope so, the, like the Burger King was the only one I had issues with. All the
1: other ones I liked them and I ran yeah. through the Egyptian one kind of annoyed me a little bit. Are you talking about
0: Futabas? Yeah, Futabas yeah. annoyed me just a little bit. But The boss is so fucking easy for that one. It is. <laughs> like, I remember I was like playing and I was like, I'm this doesn't even feel like it. Fucking Matorame was harder than this. Yeah. Like he was he was fucking like three dungeons ago. Yeah.
1: Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah fucking Berber Dang just got on my nerves. I hated that whole place. I hated the whole concept of Going back, get this key card, run through about forty enemies on your way back to the other door where you can use the key card. And it was rinse and repeat that. Well, same also shit over another and over.
0: thing, another thing that makes life a lot easier doing runs through palaces and stuff in royal is the fact of the the fact that they changed uh, Ryuji's insta kill from his rank seven mm-hmm. with his confidant. Because in the original mm-hmm. uh, original Persona Five, to activate insta kill, you had to ambush an enemy, mm-hmm. and it was like a chance yeah. to do it. Now, if you're sprinting, and you you can use <laughs> you know you can use thief vision to see like the color of them mm-hmm. if they're like green. Uh, if you're sprinting and you just run through them mm-hmm. like at them it just insta kills them okay you don't have to do an ambush there's no chance of fighting them you just it just kills them yeah but if they're blue or red you can't do it to them but okay. if they're but i mean like most of the time you you can easily get over leveled for a palace and just run through enemies and shit if you need to yeah <clears throat> which it helps with sections like that where you know it's really annoying you're doing a lot of running around and backtracking stuff it makes it less annoying
1: yeah, because that part was annoying, and also another part that was really fucking annoying to me. Is it, I don't even know how much time I just sat down. The, the and rat
0: was, sections in Cheetos Palace. No, uh, no,
1: no. Going down the entirety of mementos.
0: Oh, yeah, no. Well, that wasn't, that wasn't that bad for me, cause like, by the time I got to the point where I had to go through the rest of Mementos, I was basically already there. Yeah, that wasn't me. <laughs>
1: I, I maybe got like, a third of the way down.
0: Also, if you, if you, uh-huh. if you happen to do that again, the insta-kill helps a lot there too. Oh, cause I'd, you can I'd just f- run over enemies.
1: I'd fucking imagine so. I would hope so. <laughs>
0: cause like I said, I got like, maybe two-thirds of the way down, they're like, yeah, you need to go
1: through Mementos, and I'm like, and I sat there, and, like, I, I looked like a shrimp with how curled up in my chair I was. Because <laughs> I was just not having a fun time.
0: Like, like that's literally, like, the only time in that game that I just... I can only imagine, like... Because, I mean, I, I, I played the original, but I think I only got uh, past the third palace in the original before yeah. I stopped playing. It wasn't that I didn't like the game or anything, I just... Had other stuff that I was playing too that I just kept losing track of time, and then then Royal finally came several out several years later. Yeah, Royal finally came out, and then I was like, hey, you know, it's about time to beat it. And then uh, another year later, uh, <laughs> I finally beat it or so. And I can only imagine how annoying it would be to go through all the mementos without the reworks to like stuff in Royal because holy was, crap, it was time consuming.
1: <laughs> it was it was way too time
0: consuming. Like, it was irritating. Like, Jesus. But, yeah, like... Honestly, I'd say... I, I, I'd say even if even if you played through the original, the amount of changes they've done to Royal, I would just suggest playing it again.
1: Yeah, the, th- the thing that pisses me off, though, and to you it's not such a big thing, I hate that I bought Royal, and then the other Royal Edition came out like a month later. It's not because, that big of a deal. I mean, because... I mean, it's the same shit, but you get, like, all the extra DLC that was included. Plus, you get faster loading times. I don't really care about the 4K, 60 frames, bullshit. I
0: mean, the loading times aren't even that bad Mm. in Persona 5, Royal, anyway, for the PS4. Because, I mean, like, legitimately, like, loading screens still only take, um, like, shoot, not not even that long. It's just, and then, like, really, there's no, like, really, there's no advantage to buying the PS5 version of Persona 5 Royal compared to the PS4 version, in my opinion. Just because, like, really all you're getting is the 60 frames. Yeah. In my opinion. Because all the stuff that you can get in the the new version of Royal, you can just get in the regular one. And if they're on sale, you'll be buying everything for dirt cheap if you want all those outfits and stuff. Which, I mean, that's not that big of a deal to me, is it? Like, outfits and stuff. Yeah. But, and then, you know, also on top of that, you lose an outfit. If anybody likes the outfit, it's the outfit. Uh, I forgot the guy's name off the top of my head, but uh, in the game in, in in Personified Royal, they call it the uh, the the something something high school outfit. But it's like the, the there was the outfit I was talking to you about the the Ryu whatever outfit mm-hmm. where they had to take it out for like Korea and stuff like that because it looked too much like an imperial Japanese uniform. Yeah, and so whenever they released the new version of Royal for, like, next-gen, they removed it completely. They removed it completely for all versions. So, I mean, if you like that outfit, then you're losing out by getting the new version of Royal, but, I mean, if you don't, then who cares? But, like I said, it's really not that big of a deal just because, I mean, all you're really getting is the 60 frames, and, honestly, the game doesn't really need to run at 60 frames. Nah. It's a, it's a freaking turn-based RPG with very, very, you know, basic controls and stuff outside of combat. Like, mm-hmm. it's just, I mean, it's not... It's not like it's breaking the bank on whether or yeah. not it, it runs smooth. I mean, it I mean, I, I never had an issue with how it ran anyway, even at the thirty frames it's at or so. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's not that big a deal to me. But I mean, to each their own. People are going to have you know get it. Now, some people might want to get it just because of that sixty frames. I understand. I mean, some you know I am that way with some games. Yeah, um, I've become a bit of a sixty frames bigot. I'm. I am with, like, more, what's the word I should use? Competitive. No, not competitive. Like, like games like Elden Ring and stuff like that. I would like, I'd like those to run at 60 now. But like games where it's like a, like, you know, like Persona where it's like just a simple, pretty simple game at the core. Like, yeah, not, it's not that big of a deal to me because I mean really all I'm not really doing anything that requires me 60 frames that requires me to react to stuff and everything like that like really all I'm going to be doing is pressing buttons mm-hmm. like you know I'm going to press attack or I'm going to press persona or I'm going to press guard or something you know it's like, yeah. it's like it's like it's like oh boy it's like whether or not my original version of Final Fantasy 7 on my PS4 runs at 60 or 30 I could give less of a fuck <laughs> 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 oh boy these triangles running real smooth yes, <laughs> Triangle's got that grease, <laughs> which actually, if I remember correctly, I think it. Don't quote me on this; I might be wrong. But I think the the PS4 version of Final Fantasy the original, actually runs at sixty. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, it's, but yeah, it's or like if I'm playing Dragon Quest Eleven, like I don't care what frame rate it's at. But if I'm playing something very action combat oriented or something, I like, like that, I, higher, I like I like the 60 frames. I like a higher frame rate. I'm not
1: like some people that's like <laughs> if it's a single player game run right at 4K, you know, like best graphics. To I me, mean, even then, I still don't care. I, I like my, I, I don't know why. I prefer,
0: I prefer smoothness over graphical fidelity.
1: Yeah, me too. That, that's just how I am.
0: I mean, it's just like if anytime I play on the PS5 and like something gives me the option to go between performance and quality, I always pick performance. Yeah. Which, I mean, so far, like, one of the only games I can think off the top of my head that looks, <laughs> still looks fantastic all around, like, no matter what, even in performance mode, is Dead Space. Yeah. The remake. Like, holy crap, by the way, I've been playing that this past month, too, but not much. But, yeah, this, but dude, the Dead Space remake looks insane, even in performance mode. It doesn't take any hits at yeah. all when going to performance mode, and I'm, I'm glad. Because, mm. I mean,. Really, like, that's my, one of my only big gripes about consoles right now is that there's still a distinction between performance and quality. And I'm ready to get to the point where there's not an option there. It's just always performance and quality. Yeah. Like, I mean, hell, can it be that hard? PC's been doing it for God knows how long. Yeah. Like, <laughs> But then again, I mean, if they did that, I mean, then our consoles would
1: literally launch at a $1,000.
0: Yeah. <sighs> I mean, with what the PS Five is packing for? I mean, I don't really know what all. I haven't looked into what the Xbox is packing right now, but like, do the what the PS Five is packing? They could, they could do it technically. Yeah, like, it's it's got some insane hardware in it. It does. <laughs> but until then, I will just deal with performance mode. Yeah, I, I'm the same. Actually, way. the Spider Man still looks pretty good. I mean, the only thing you really lose out on like the Spider Man games with ray perform- tracing. Yeah, ray tracing, but. <laughs> Even then, the game still looks freaking phenomenal. Yeah, at the same time, it's like, ooh, i a ray tracing. Yeah. <clears throat> but, I mean, ray tracing does look cool because it does make it look a little more realistic, having reflections off of stuff and everything like yeah. that. But even then, still. <clears throat> it's not a big deal to me. No. I mean, it's not like I'm going to take the time to sit there and stare at the windows on the buildings for like 10 minutes. You see how many grains of sand you can count in the glass. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, shoot, what else have I been playing besides Persona? And Bloodborne. I'm having a hard time remembering now.
1: I don't know, as far as I know, that's pretty much been it. Yeah, I'm having
0: difficulties. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, I really haven't been playing much else other than, like, Bloodborne and um Wild Hearts. Wild Hearts. I mean, oh,
0: was, yeah, Hogwarts.
1: Yeah, Hogwarts. I
0: completely forgot about Hogwarts. Yeah, as, much as,
1: as, as hyped as I was about that game, it just lost my interest. Yeah. It it really lost
0: my interest. I mean,
1: after it's I... It's a beautiful game. Oh,
0: yeah, but I mean, after I beat the main story, I really didn't have a drive anymore to go for any collectibles.
1: Yeah, I think what I... And I hate to do it, but I think if I do play it again, I'm just going to pile drive the story.
0: It it's a decent story. The the final boss is very lackluster. I'm just going to go ahead and let you know that right now. That doesn't it's, surprise it, me. It's uh, for a final boss. It, the way the two main baddies die are very anticlimactic. It doesn't surprise me. It's kind of boring. I mean, it, but everything
1: up to that point is pretty good. It
0: doesn't <laughs> surprise me. I mean, Hogwarts Legacy is
1: one of the like best. It's like the best selling game of this year so far. That, it's, it, that like, doesn't like, surprise me. Like it sold like. I can't even remember like how many million copies went in this first week. Like it was insane.
0: Which I know we're talking about this game and yes, we know there's there has been some hot controversy around it.
1: I don't give a flying fuck about the controversy. But, but I mean
0: like there. to me to me it's it's not really like we we're not we don't buy games based on politics or anything like that or any kind of controversy. We we buy it if we think we're going least, to enjoy yeah, it. Yeah, if we think we're gonna like it or if we think we're gonna play it we we, we just get it. I mean it's I know that to some people it might sound, you know, not good, but, I mean, it's just... I don't care. We live in a consumer's market. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, that's just capitalism. Yeah. Um, it's <laughs> capitalism. <clears throat> but, uh, all in all, that game that game was pretty good. Uh, there are some things I wish were a little better about it, but mainly story beat-wise. Like I, like I just mentioned, but...
1: Yeah, I mean, I know they would never do it because it would kind of break the whole... Like... What what am I trying to think? Like, like the innocence of the Harry Potter franchise? Like... And maybe it's just... And I know I've said this about other things, like, I just want more mature content. Yeah. And, I'm not, and I'm not saying there has to be nudity or anything. Like, I just want, like, you know, adult themes and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, like, more darker tones. And exactly, that, yeah. like...
1: Like, I want something be... that
0: hits deeper
1: exactly and I've said this before you know I don't know if I've ever said this on the podcast i know I've said it out loud talking to my friends I hate playing as a kid in any game
0: like teenager or like younger
1: any yeah. I, don't, I don't like it I do not like it at all because I guess it's mainly me like I can't relate to that
0: yeah i mean I mean we are we're, we're, we're... Past the age of being teenagers or younger.
1: I mean, I'm not saying, oh, yeah, I relate to Kratos and his problems of killing gods. And God, God, no.
0: Like, Kratos is like, he, uh, dads would relate to him more than I would. Uh, <laughs> I mean? I'm not a father uh, no, But to me,
1: it's a mature game. It has yes. darker themes. It has, you know, like adult themes and adult-like conversations and stuff like that.
0: My thing is, like, God of War took such a surprising turn to me just because it got more wholesome. It did. It, it, it turned into a really wholesome game. And I don't think anybody really saw that comment. No, like, you look at old God of War compared to the reboot, and it's just like, God, this is night and day. Like, well, I, I remember like, playing through Ragnarok, it's like, this doesn't even feel like the same fucking franchise, dude. I was like, but I'm not mad about it.
1: <laughs> I mean, to me, how I, view, how I view the old God of War Kratos was out looking for the milk and cigarettes. <laughs> and then and, and the new God of War and in Ragnarok, he finally came back with the milk and cigarettes <laughs> and some cookies. <laughs> to me, I mean, he 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 left as a thug and came back as a father.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's just those games really took a, a turn for good. I think it's mainly because they they knew that the audience that had played, um, you know, the the first God of War trilogy and all the other side games and stuff, really like were were growing grew up. up. Yeah, so I mean, they're no—they wouldn't like the same stuff as much. Yeah, we're no longer angsty teens. Yeah, <laughs> I'm an angsty adult. <laughs> yeah, I say we're no longer angsty teens, but I still watch The Crow and enjoy it. So <laughs> now, yeah. am I gonna you know get done watching the movie and listen to Marilyn Manson again? No, but <laughs> yeah, The Crow is still a good movie in my opinion. Crow is <laughs> even better. Do what? It's a crow two. No, 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 no. I, 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 permanently blocked out all the crows after the first one. <laughs> they don't exist. Non, that, the, the non-canonical. <laughs> That's just like I, like I didn't even know that they had made uh two more uh, Dust Till Dawn movies. Hmm. I thought there was just the first one. I was like, man, this is a great movie, and then like I saw that there's two, like two more after that. I was like, huh, I I don't think I want to watch them. I'm afraid they're not going to be as good as the first one. <laughs> Dust to Dawn's a weird movie, dude. I need to see it. It's on HBO, I think. Still, oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. All three of them are. That's how I found out there there were sequels. <laughs> I was looking through HBO, and I was like looking through like the from the A to Z on the movies, and then I just like got to the D's. I was like, "Oh, there's *Pendleton* on." I was like, "Wait, there's sequels? <laughs> <laughs> but there's just the first
1: one." <laughs> Wait, there's *A Sharknado* two? Hell yeah, boy. Oh my god, don't
0: give me star on those fucking movies, man. Those... You
1: know they're so bad they're good, but they're intentionally done
0: that way. I don't, I don't know if you you could say so bad it's good. That's uh, the. Those were sci-fi budget movies that somehow got blockbuster status. I mean like, <laughs> they did something right.
1: <laughs> just, they did something right. I
0: took that was the weirdest movie to to just get popular for no reason. It did
1: something <laughs> right. I just mean, hey,
0: my, my old adage, if it works, it works. <laughs> and it fucking worked. God. I mean if people were gonna get Sharknado to be as popular as, as it got, then I'm <coughs> sorry. Why the hell didn't the Doom movie get it more popular?
1: That's because that was shitty. <coughs> I you know, it had the rock in it. Oh wow. <laughs> Dwayne Johnson just makes everything better. <laughs> Dwayne Jackson. I mean Dwayne Johnson. Dwayne acts, Jackson? He acts like a fucking rock whenever he acts. He's gotten better. I will say that dude, he's, he's, in, he's in
0: too many movies. He is. He's, he's, it seems like every other day I'm seeing a new trailer for a movie with the fucking rock in
1: it. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, I I agree.
0: It was really bad. Like during that one spell where it was like we got movie, like we got like San Francisco, and then we got Rampage. And then we got like a like a few other, like another Fast and Furious. It's just like nothing but rock movies.
1: It's- and then that one Disney movie that was like, it was a weird <laughs> jungle movie. It was like a ripoff. The Jungle
0: like- Cruise. Yeah, that yeah.
1: was a weird fucking movie.
0: And he was also, wasn't he in the second Journey to the Center of the Earth? Uh, I think so. Yeah. I and think- he was also in the Jumanji's. The the newer Jumanji's.
1: Which, he did good in that. I will say that. I I like those
0: Jumanji's. Yeah.
1: Although nothing beats OG with Robin Williams. No, no, no. Well, I say OG. There were movies out before that, I think. Yeah. But, like, the Robin Williams one, to me, is the best.
0: That that was the one I grew up with, so that's the one I, you know, cling to the most. Yeah. But. Pretty much almost anything with Robin
1: Williams in it, you know it's going to be really good. I don't think he's ever been in a bad movie.
0: I I can't really think of one that I've ever seen this Rob Williams movie that I didn't like, but I don't know. Uh, he's, he's probably in some bad movie somewhere out there because not every not every actor has an absolute you know banger you know line back back. yeah line of movies. Everybody has their bad ones. I don't know Nicholas
1: Cage is on a pretty good street.
0: None. Those are considered bad ones. But hey, it's Nick Cage.
1: You get what you pay for with Nick Cage. I still
0: can't get over the whole freaking... The way he yelled testicle in that one movie.
1: Yeah.
0: My testicle! (laughs) I will say, though, that the uh, the movie the twins brought over whatever... I think they brought over... The Unbearable Weight, A Massive Talent.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: That one was actually pretty good. That was a damn good movie. That that, that was actually really good and funny. I liked it. It Because it was like... It was self aware of Nick Cage as an actor, and it was hilarious. Yeah,
1: very completely <laughs> self aware. Nick Cage is like, this is how I am. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, in terms of newer game stuff, I mean, we mentioned I mentioned Dead Space earlier. Uh, Trevor, uh, of course, just started playing Wolong.
1: Yeah, I've been trying to play Wild Hearts as, a, like, a filler game. Yeah. Not really as a filler, because I really wanted to pick it up, because I love Monster Hunter. And with that one being, like, I think it's the same people who did Tokaiden back in the day. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of hopes for it. And it's a good game. It's a damn good game. Yeah, it has its flaws, because it's a brand new IP. But I, I love it for what it is. But yeah, I've, uh, I have I uh started playing Well Long last night, and... I am I don't even know if I told you about this, Caleb. I almost sat the fucking game down in the tutorial. It was that bad. I'm like, fuck this. It is that hard. Hmm. Like, I can tell that I pushed Sekiro to the side as early as I did. That game is Chinese Sekiro. Yeah. Variety. From, what, is, from
0: what I've seen, is is very Sekiro-based. It is fucking
1: hard, man.
0: Oh, man.
1: And, like, normally whenever I get in a shitty situation in those type of games, I'm like, oh, this is no problem. But, no, it's like me and my buddy Aaron, it's like, oh, we fucked up. Because <laughs> I remember Aaron was, Aaron was he accidentally jumped down somewhere. He was like, he was like oh, I fucked up, Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, and, you know, I was watching, I watched the IGN video about that today. And the dude was like, yeah, this is easier than me. I'm like, what kind of fucking crack are you on? <laughs> I'm like I, I, I'm like no, it is well, I mean, not.
0: Like it, it's, it's kind of, the, the way I view it is, is it's kind of situational, because like some people will view, so, to some people like the Souls games will be easier than Sekiro, but to, to other people Sekiro might be easier than the Souls games. It'd be the same thing here. <coughs> Neo might be easier to some people then this would be easier than Neo to some people too.
1: Yeah but like, like that dude just to say it's like a broad statement like like not even a broad like a general statement it's like yeah this game is easier than Neo. Well
0: I mean to him it probably is. I wouldn't say it's a don't, broad statement. But
1: at the same time I don't take anything IGN says with a fucking grain of salt.
0: Oh it's from IGN? It's an IGN. Yeah then nobody gives a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> He's
1: like yeah this game is easier than Sekiro secu- I mean than, um, than, than mm-hmm. Neo and I'm like you're on crack man. I'm like it, it, no it is it is not easier than you know
0: i don't think i've ever really read anything from ign and have been like that seems right <laughs> yeah <laughs> about
1: the only thing that ign can get right and, you know i'm not even gonna say it's right but the only thing that they say that really fits the narrative is whenever is whenever a zelda game comes out that's that's it yeah
0: but i mean IGN just likes to, to, to suck off Zelda. And I mean, I, I say that as a Zelda fan. Yes, I believe the Zelda games are good games. But at, at some point, you gotta learn to not just, you gotta have some criticism about the game. Everybody does. You're not gonna not have any criticisms about a game. I don't care what game it is. Yeah. I mean, you're gonna have at least one small one somewhere.
1: Like, I remember IGN used to be really like, like, like I would watch them and like read their stuff because I trusted it. But I, I, now I would, they're just really weird and biased in a lot I of things. I would say
0: that like the turn for IGN really happened at like. Like, like 2014. Maybe even 2012. Whenever, like,
1: whenever, basically whenever the meme, 10 out of 10 IGN. Yeah. Like became a thing. That's, yeah. And that's just because I they were just giving out bullshit scores for stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember, I you know, I can't even think of any examples on the top of my head, and I know this gonna sound like I'm just spitting bullshit, but me and you have watched videos of, like, IGN together, and we're like, why did they give that a five? Yeah. And I'm like, like this is a good game. And, you know, I, I don't even, like, we weren't even saying that, like, purely objectively. Like, like these were, like, r- pretty decent, good games. And they like, yeah, this is five. I'm like, okay. No, <laughs> it's, just, it's like yeah, you have your opinion. It's just like wrong.
0: IG; it gives a really bad like rating to a good game. It's just like the uh, the beam of that robot from My Robot. It's just like no, <laughs> or you know, it's the
1: creator. You know, it's from Ragnar the greatest video of him. Just being like no. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, Wolong long heart of balls. Yes. That game is that game is hard. Like I have for I have a lot of experience under my belt whenever it comes to these type of games, but it almost kind of felt like the first time I ever played Dark Souls. It it gave me that ass kicking, you don't know what the fuck you're doing, like Dark Souls 2 vibe. Whenever I first played the game. Like yeah, like the minor enemies, they're no problem like they're they're really not a big issue but like the boss I'm like there's no fucking way and and so what I eventually did I just grinded the fucking tutorial I just kept grinding and grinding and grinding got levels got spells that I could use and then I went and fought the boss about another ten times until I finally got it and then I realized I was like well I just need to be more aggressive and learn how to parry and I I still can't even be parry I still can't even parry worth a shit really yeah, I
0: mean, that's pretty much the Sekiro philosophy. <laughs> you
1: know so but you like in Sekiro, you can like spam parry and like nothing bad happens to you. You get punished for that. Well, no, you can you can spam parry and have a lot of bad things happen to you in Sekiro. No, what I'm saying, like like nothing. Like if you just sit there and spam parry, like nothing really bad will happen to you. Like in this game, if you spam parry, you lose you lose stands. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. so that that's to encourage like don't not, spam, yeah, don't
0: spam parry. Yeah. Though.
1: But like, like my my biggest complaint right now is that well, of course it's the whole Perry thing, but Perry and Dodge is, is circle. You double tap for Dodge and press Circle once for parry.
0: Oh, that's fucked up. Yeah, I
1: don't like that. <laughs> I don't because the main thing that fucked me up. I went from playing hardcore <laughs> Blood I mean, I whenever I whenever I discovered I had the DLC, I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm gonna try this. Went and got two tapped by Ludwig at least fifteen times. Like I tried that fight. I'm like, you know what, fuck it, I want to make a new character. And so I played the entire game, the entire DLC, got the fucking platinum for that game. Just within like these, this past week and like like two weeks. And then all of a sudden, Perry is is Dodge. Yeah. And to Dodge, I have to double tap Perry. And it, I'm just like, oh, it fucked me up can, more can than anything. Can you not change it? I'm pretty sure you can map it, but I don't know what I would map it to. Because everything has a, like, every... What's
0: L1 do? Block. Do you, Is blocking useful? Yes. I didn't know you could fucking block. Why? Why didn't they just make it to where you could I tap be- block to parry? Oh, that's what like everybody does. So that's so, what
1: Sekiro does. So so like like the big strat that I've seen people do and like the IGN dude talked about and I'm like I didn't fucking know this. Apparently you can hold block and if you whiff a and like and like press parry, and if you whiff your parry, you'll still block it anyway.
0: Like my, my thing is like Sekiro has it to where L one parries. Yeah, by but if you it. if you hold it you block. Yeah. Why the fuck did they do that? I I don't fucking know because like like every You literally fucking ripped you, you fucked up the one thing you could have taken from the game you you fucking took the game from. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and
1: you know and you know I might if there's a way I can remap that, I might do that. Because I mean,
0: oh if I mean, if, if there was a way in the options to put parry on block and just have block and parry on the same button, I would do that. I mean, hopefully I, was, I can't because like 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 on default,
1: parry and block are on the same key. I don't know if I can transfer that, because like if that's the case, then my parry and and dodge is going to end up being on L one, and I don't want that shit. Yeah,
0: fuck. Dude, that's stupid. Yeah,
1: I I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully they'll receive enough criticism about it that they'll make it a, that they'll make it a thing. Because one thing I will say, Team Ninja is pretty good about listening to the consumer. I will say that they're they're pretty decent at that. That's so stupid. It, it is. I I don't like it. That angers me on a deep level. It it bothers <laughs> me because I'm so used to having a Dodge by itself. this just that, that irks me. Like it it does. You know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna go look right now. <laughs>
0: Here's the game running right now. If you guys didn't, know. <laughs> it's currently on his TV. control setting. Control settings. let was type A. None of... is that all of them? Oh god. None, just... none of them changed the hell.
1: Right, Type-E. Oof. Nope, Dodge Deflex stays on fucking circle.
0: That's... that's... that sucks. That's... that's horrible. Huh. What, what was that?
1: Oh, never mind. I'm stupid.
0: Oh, you can go down to the controller, okay. Sorry if this seems like an awkward situation here, people, but no. Oh, that's no. You can't do that.
1: I was correct in my thesis. That's damn
0: it. So dumb.
1: Oh, that bothers me. Who
0: who made that decision? They need to be shot. (laughs) I I
1: don't know. (laughs) I don't know. That that does bother me now that I'm fiddling with it. That's
0: irritating. That is so bad. you see that
1: dodge deflect. It's literally tied fucking together.
0: That's so stupid.
1: But, Uh. but, like, everything else is, like, if I'm not mistaken, it's like Sekiro almost.
0: (coughs) Let me see. Yeah, jump. Well, normal attack would be on R1. Yeah. Uh. I guess spirit attack is, like, heavy attack, basically. Yeah. So that'd be on R2. Yeah. Um. I mean yeah. Well the
1: only reason that it's on uh square and um uh, it's on square and triangle is just because that that's just how their bindings have been on like their their games.
0: Yeah. I mean yeah, I mean for the most part it does seem like Sekiro. Just God, that's a stupid decision.
1: I don't like hey, it.
0: legitimately guard is the same as Sekiro. Why don't you put the fucking blood, the parry I, I, on there? Unless
1: unless there is like a like a thing that I'm unaware of, to where I can do a block at a perfect time and it parries. But I don't think that's the case. Here, here let me show you the uh, what I'm talking about. Like, okay, so you see, like your meter down there underneath your health bar.
0: Oh, that's yeah. your that's your posture, basically.
1: Yeah. The more you attack, like if you because you see, I'm in, I'm weighing the negatives. Uh-huh. If I attack, I get in the positives, and that makes me. That makes it where like my, my triangles will do a shit ton of damage. And one thing I like about this game...
0: Is that green bar your stamina? No,
1: that's your health. Oh, you don't okay. have stamina.
0: Oh, okay. You have posture. That's all it is. Oh, you, don't, okay. you don't have stamina. So it's just like Sekiro in that regard, then?
1: Yeah, but the more aggressive you are, the more deflex you land, you'll end up building up blue meter. And whenever you do that, your spirit attack or your heavy will do way more damage. You can do your 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 like ability moves and your magic without it putting you in the red. Hmm. Which is nice, because it, it favors you being... Good. Yeah. Which every game pretty much does. Yeah. But it's 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 taken me a lot of getting used to, and I mean a lot. There's a shit ton of weapon variety, which
0: even if I played it, I'd have to get used to it, just because I would be thinking in Sekiro terms and be pressing L one to try and parry shit.
1: Yeah. Which I I I think I might start trying to implement the whole, you know,
0: guard parry.
1: And I don't like that because to me that's cheap. Well, I mean, but if it if it works, it works. But at the same time, I mean,
0: I mean, really, are you doing anything bad if it's in the game?
1: No, <laughs> no. I mean, to me, it just feels weird. Yeah, just sitting there because it's like it's a get out of jail free card, is all it
0: is. Yeah. But anyway, I suppose it's a good time to end the episode. Uh, like I said, this is just a, uh, I guess you could say just rambling, a, a bullshit episode, just a. Let you guys know that we, we are still uploading. So all you, all the new listeners don't leave. <laughs> uh, spread the word. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, yeah. So I'll also just a quick reminder just in case, you know, upload schedules changing from Monday to Friday. So new episodes will be coming out on Fridays now. So yeah. Anyway. Uh, as always, I'm your host, Caleb Center.
1: this is me, Trevor, King
0: Thick. This has been another episode of Odyssey Disabled. We'll see you guys in the next one. Ciao.